The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Join now and mybookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Access line movement and public betting trends in real time and track your picks by using their My Picks feature. So head over to betql.co where you can download it for free. And finally, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark provides you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with data-driven editorial content. So make sure you follow Oddshark on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. Welcome to your Tuesday edition of World Cup 247 here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Billy, coming off our best day in this World Cup so far. Six picks yesterday on Monday's show, five were correct. And I'm happy to say the only one that we got wrong was the England game. We lost that one in injury time. Some of the um, bookies over here in England were giving money back if you lose your bet. Um, after 80 minutes, uh, obviously we've lost it in the 91st minute. Uh, it's probably not applicable to anybody over in the States, but it doesn't matter really too much because um, obviously the day was successful throughout from the very, very beginning, going under two and a half goals in the Sweden game, Sweden to win, over two and a half Belgium team goals, Belgium minus one and Romelu Lukaku to score. And then obviously we had the under two and a half goals in the England game. So definitely our best day so far by a long shot. It takes us to 13 and six overall at a seven pick differential now in our favour, so we are now well up with the units. I did say that would happen, just sticking by it. Let's get a picture of how this World Cup's going. And I also said yesterday that the standout performance would be Belgium. And it certainly was for 45 minutes. They really put Panama to the sword uh, once they got once they got going, once they got their half-time team talk. And that bodes well for him because the manager was one of the main problems and he was able to deliver a positive team talk to get his team up and running. So maybe... Martinez has grown as a manager. Um, I'm not too sure uh, what to take from that one, though, because Panama aren't really a great side. And 3-0 was exactly what I predicted, although I didn't see it in that fashion where they just didn't play for 45 minutes. So Panama may be so bad that it could have been five or six. But let's not forget Panama are the team that are there in place of the USA, as are Costa Rica as well. So USA are not at this World Cup because Panama and Costa Rica are. So it's hard to say how bad Panama are because I watched the US play against France in a friendly a week and a half ago and USA looked decent holding France to a one-all draw. But then again, how good are France? They just scrapped past Australia. We won't know the answers to a lot of this stuff till a few more games in. So we're going to try and work things out as we go. But having that start, 13-6, and six, is really impressive as we finish the last round of group games off. So two games tomorrow from the final group. 
and then the Russia Egypt game in the evening restarts the second restarts the next round of matches. So that's Russia versus Egypt tomorrow at seven. But let's start with Colombia versus Japan. Before we start, let me just remind you that all the picks that we give out. You can go over and find them at the sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, mybookie.ag. Use the code SGP50 for a 50% deposit bonus. And if I give out any odds here and you can't find them at your bookie, maybe you'll be find, able to find them over at Oddshark, who give you all the prices for all the bookies over there, over in the States. So, Colombia versus Japan is the first game tomorrow. Colombia are at 4-5. to five. I believe US price that'll be one uh, minus one two five. Uh, Japan are at five to one and thirteen to five the draw. Really like Colombia here. Not too sure why Japan are getting this much respect. Um, this isn't the Japanese side that has tons of players out in um, top European teams. They kind of do play um, in the mid-table European teams or the European teams that are trying to scrap for relegation. So certainly not the Japan side that we've had here before, whereas the Colombia side still has its usual quota of four or five world-class, but well, not four or five, sorry, um, three world-class players, I would say, and four or five very competent players playing in the European leagues. Um, not much to say about this one. I just like Colombia here to start off with a win. Um, and, then, and I think... Even though Japan aren't the worst side in this competition by far, because we have seen Panama and Costa Rica, as I just said, uh, and we saw Saudi Arabia, who were awful. So Japan are definitely above those four. But um, everybody in this group, I feel, will need to win this match against Japan because it's going to come down to Poland, Senegal, and Colombia to get through this group. So I'm just going to go straight up because, again, it's such a good price, Colombia to win this game. Poland versus Senegal is next. This one is a lot harder to call. Poland are 11-8. to eight. Favourites to win this game. Senegal at 5-2 to two and 21-10 to 10 is the draw. Now, I fancy the draw here, but more so than that, if you're looking for something a lot more secure for your bet, I would I would opt for both teams to score. And uh, because these are two very, very free-scoring teams uh, with the likes of Sadio Mane and uh, Lewandowski of Poland taking the pitch here. Um Sadio Mane is obviously the main goal threat here and Lewandowski has got 55 goals in 95 appearances for Poland. But going on to what I like, and that's the both teams to score, um, Poland have seen 13 goals in their last three games. They've scored nine of them and, and conceded four. Uh, Poland have also felt to score in just one of the 10 World Cup qualifying matches with seven of them ending with both teams on the score sheet. So I really like that bet there. Um, also liking the draw here, but not as my pick. Uh, half of Senegal's last 10 games have ended in a draw. So looked into this one a lot, and uh, I can see just two attacking teams here that are going to go for it. If either one of them can beat each other, that will practically put them through to the next round if you look at the remaining fixtures. Obviously, Colombia are a threat, but as I said, everyone should beat Japan. So one foot into the next round, in my opinion, if you manage to win this game. But I personally can't see anybody winning this game. I'm going to go for the both teams to score. And I'm not giving it out as a tip, but I do recommend a little bet on the, on the draw here at 21 to 10. The final game of the day will see Russia return to action and they'll be going up against Egypt. Russia are favourites for this game and they've become a lot stronger favourites than they were 
when the futures markets were released for these matches. They're 11 to 10 favourites now. The draw is 11 to 5, and Egypt are 16 to 5. Now, this is likely to see the return of Mo Salah to the Egypt team, which obviously gives them a far greater chance if he's fit. And that will be the main element, if he's fit. Um, and even if he is fit, I think Egypt's main main task here will be to contain Russia to try and hit them on the counter-attack. Whereas I don't think Russia are going to be overly progressive. They've already got the win against Saudi Arabia. They know they only need about two more points to get out of this group. And that will be seen as a successful tournament for the Russians. I just don't see too much attacking prowess here. Um, I think Egypt may even be happy with a draw as well. I think they may be reliant on getting a draw and then going on to beat Saudi Arabia and seeing if Uruguay can help them out. The, the problem with that is, is the goal difference of Russia. Russia ended up winning 5-0, as you all saw against Saudi Arabia, which would mean Egypt would have to match that result or hope that Uruguay beat Russia by more than 1-0. So you would need a five-goal swing. So you would need possibly uh, Uruguay to win 2-0 and Egypt to be able to win just 3-0 against Saudi Arabia. That's why I think a draw wouldn't be the terrible result for Egypt. They need to basically avoid defeat here to stay in the competition. But obviously, a five-goal swing in the final game is something that you definitely don't want to be dependent on. So it is kind of a much more important game for Egypt than Russia. However, looking at how different Russia were um, in comparison to their seeding, in comparison to the expectations, in comparison to how they've played all their warm-up matches, it really seemed to give them a lift playing in this actual competition now in front of their home fans. And, and, they, do, and they do seem like they may have some players that have been underperforming for the last couple of years that have been in their comfort zone because they did look decent. There's no doubt about it that Russia didn't look like a team that warranted all the pre-match discussion that went into that last game, so much so that I picked under two and a half goals in that game. Um, in this game, like I said, it's a game that neither side can really lose. So that's what that's where I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for the under two and a half goals once again, just because, as I said, um, neither of them have real attacking threat and I know Russia have scored five goals but in all the years that I've been watching football I've never seen a team defend like the Saudi Arabians did that second goal if you literally look at it the guy took a touch and was able to lift it over the defender who took himself down onto the floor to commit to the tackle and the guy took a first touch that let him put it over the defender who just committed himself it was you know, some of the goals look nice for Russia and um, obviously it was flattering performance because Saudi Arabia is so poor. But um, but yeah, they allowed them all that space to basically dictate and do whatever they want. And it'll be interesting to see what Uruguay do against the, uh, against the Saudi team tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see how they fare against the likes of Cavani and Suarez. It's funny because... Before the tournament, as I said, I put some emphasis on that Germany-Saudi Arabia game where I thought Saudi Arabia might be better than they looked or the Germans were poorer than they usually are. We saw the Germany-Mexico game two days ago and the answer was Germany are just very, very poor at the moment and just very, very out of sync. And I'm still 
I'm getting the feeling that Germany could continue that ridiculous statistic where three of the last four teams, 75% that is, haven't failed to get out of the group stage the year after they've won the World Cup. If Germany do it as well, that'll be four out of five. So it's an 80% statistic, which is unbelievable. You can go from winning a World Cup, the hardest competition to win in the whole world, to not being able to qualify out of your group. And that's massively ridiculous when you consider that the winners always get a seeding as well. So the teams in the group are supposed to be very, very beatable for you if you're coming in with a seeding, especially as defending world champions. And it's unbelievable that that could happen to Germany, as it's already happened to the likes of France, Spain and Italy previously, um, especially as the Germans are always considered the most reliable team in football. So a real interesting second round of games coming up, starting with the Russia-Egypt game. But as I said, we have to first of all conclude the final group which will be Colombia versus Japan, Poland, Senegal. You've got all my tips there. 13 and 6 so far. Let's hope that we can keep it running. You guys head over to mybookie.ag, the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, and enter the promo code SGP50. Follow us on Twitter. It's a brand new feed, so therefore it's a brand new Twitter account. The Twitter handle for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is at SGP50. P Network. That's at SGP Network. I'll be back tomorrow. Let's hope we have a day as good as we had today. Not as many picks, but I really, really had a strong feeling today. And that turned out to be correct with Belgium and Sweden both doing the job for us. And I can't really complain too much about England, um, even though it would have been a perfect six out of six. But I did jump off my seat when Harry Kane scored that 91st minute winner. So it is really looking like England and Belgium are going to coast through that group. That's good for our futures bets as well. So there's a lot to take into, into consideration there when you have futures running alongside um, match betting as well. And obviously as well, one of our other futures is looking really good. Two of the guys I tip to be top goal scorers uh, from two teams that I think are going to go far in this tournament, Belgium and Spain. Uh, the lone strikers, Costa and Lukaku, flying starts. Two goals already for both. And both of them have fixtures coming up where they can both add to their tallies as well coming up this second round of fixtures. I've been Billy. You've been listening to the World Cup 247 show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And I'll be back tomorrow with more World Cup 247. Thanks for listening. 